This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. At WPMagicJourneys.com, tell me you heard this ad at This After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to episode 83 of Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm so glad to be back. I feel like we've gone to every other week with this podcast right now and we've gone a little bit longer with this episode just because I've been away, but we are going to be recording today and we'll also be recording early next week so you're going to get double the podcast this month. Exciting times. So mm. I joined today by some of my all-time favourite people. I'm very excited to have them. So first we have Polly Day. Hello there, how are we doing? Hi, I feel like Hi. we're never on podcasts together anymore. I know, it's been ages. It has been. It's good to, it's good to be back. Oh yeah. And I'm also joined by Luke. Hey, what's up? I thought you were just going to do like a static noise then. <laughs> or she was going to and I'd be like, can anything else go wrong in this recording? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super excited to be recording today because we have some spooky things to talk about. It's officially spooky mm. season. Oh yeah. By the way, um, Rain's here. He's downstairs, and he's in a very screechy mood. So Aww. I apologise if all you can hear is baby screeching because he's found that's his okay. voice, and that's he's all allowed. he wants. To... He's very loud. <laughs> so we're not going to get straight into the spooky stuff because there's some other things that we need to cover off first. But then we have loads of spooky stuff that I want to talk about. But before we get into any of that, we're going to start how we always start with what we're drinking. So, Polly Day, I'm going to come to you first because I know that you're the fanciest out of the three of us. Oh, well, there's nothing fancy about this. This is my very last last couple of cans of the record leg. I bought a case of it, and this is the end of it. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Cheers. This one's strawberry and lime flavoured. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like that's the only record leg. That- no, I don't. I like the passion fruit one. Yeah, the berry one's okay. I prefer this one, though. This is my favourite, definitely. Yeah, I think I like that one. Okay, Luke, what are you drinking? Baja Blast! Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yep, I have a nice can of that. Oh, damn. Please save me some for September. Uh, yeah, I got to stock up some more. But the target I went to, that I like basically cleared, is now out of them. 
Oh, wow. Do people yeah, go, so. like, that crazy for it? I don't know. I mean, I do. <laughs> so, so probably. I mean, it's delightful. I'm not usually big on, like, fizzy drinks. Like, obviously, I like the, the regular, like, Coke and Dr. Pepper and stuff. But anything else, I'm not super into, but I do love that. Yeah, and it's limited. That's why I just got to stock up. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I have gone back to my old ways today. It's been a long time, but I am drinking a Bud Light. <gasps> No. Old school. Give me that sponsorship for late. Still like it. Record the league. Well, yeah, record the league. I'll take a record league sponsorship. I'll take any sponsorship at this point, honestly. Yeah, from let's be honest. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Nick will potentially be joining us in a little bit, and I'm sure that he will have a cherry Pepsi Max with yeah, that's usual. maybe Poison. a little spike of vodka, if we can persuade Ooh. him. Yeah. We'll try. <laughs> but speaking of alcoholic beverages, tonight is the last night of Mardi Gras. And I feel like we have not talked about Mardi Gras enough on this podcast. So we're going to let it go out in style. And Luke is going to tell us all about his adventures at Mardi Gras this year. Because it looked super cool oh. this year. But I feel like, I don't know whether it's just me. It feels like it's been going on for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. And I know well, that's the same as usual, but it feels like it's been on for about six months. Yeah, I think it's because they do it every night. I think that just makes it feel like it's longer. It does feel like a long time. But then I feel like when Mardi Gras started, there was like so many posts all over social media about it. And everyone was like, I'm going to Mardi Gras tonight, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, I kind of forget that it's on. And then a week later, yeah. I'll post one more thing. And I'm like, oh, it's still on. But I mean, it yeah, looks I like think, fun. Yeah, it really is. But yeah, it definitely dies out. Because I think it's two months it goes on. But like two months straight is a Dying. lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a long, long run. It is. But the costumes looked really cool this year. I know that they're quite similar to previous years. But I feel like I've started following a few of the ladies that do the makeup and costume department for other seasonal events other than Halloween Horror Night. So people will do like Mardi Gras and like the Christmas stuff. And some of the looks that they've been posting are so cool. Is there any glitter? There's an awful <laughs> lot of glitter. <laughs> I imagine mm. that that glitter stays on you forever. Oh God. They'll still be finding uh, that Halloween Horror Nights. Not a fan of glitter. <laughs> I mean, I do love a bit of glitter. I'm not going to lie. But what I love more than glitter is food, and the food choices this year look awesome. Did you try any of the food? Nothing other than the beignets, which uh, right. I know I'm slacking. I've never had one. Never Did, had have, a you had a, never. have you had a funnel cake? I've had a funnel cake. They're basically like that, but I don't know. It's just uh, more fluffier. Yeah, just a little bit later, aren't they? The yeah. last time that I had a funnel cake, because I'm not super into them anyway, um, was when Jaws was still at Universal, and there was a little funnel cake stand in Amity. Oh, yeah. Near the sunglasses mm. shop, and that was the last time that I had funnel cake. And I feel like I don't want to have funnel cake anymore because I don't want to taint that last memory of funnel cake. Wow, mm. you should. It's good. <laughs> I feel like... No, but I'm sure that I saw somewhere <laughs> a while ago that 
somewhere was doing a funnel cake choro. I want to say it was at Disney, maybe. Mm. But I was like, oh, that yeah. Yeah, I mean, powdered sugar, you can't go wrong with that. Exactly. Did you not even have some pizza fries because I saw that they were back from Mardi Gras? I tried some. I remember Steve or Zach got some, and then I just nibbled off of theirs because, you know, I'm cheap. (laughs) Girl, same. (laughs) But everything else looked so, so good. I like that they have all different little stands so you can get the same kind of foods that you'd get if you were in New Orleans. It looks awesome. Yes. And I did have the shrimp po' boy last year, I think. And that was really good. So I also saw that they had brought back the pumpkin bar but made it Mardi Gras. Yeah, basically. Was that where the mimosa bar was? Because I also saw, because you know that I like my alcohol, I also saw that there was a dedicated mimosa bar, but I'm not sure whether I saw that that was near Lombard's or whether that was in the pumpkin bar. Uh, I did not see that, but I would assume it would be in that, that themed one by Transformers. But I, I, I don't know. See. I don't okay, really so... my eye out for alcohol yet. <laughs> Yet. Next Yet. year, different story. Yeah, yeah. Next Mardi Gras, all out. Exactly. All the alcohol all the time. So, did you just go to the one concert night? Yeah, just the Ziggy Marley. Well, that sounds like it's a good time. Heck yeah, it was freaking awesome. I don't know. Oh, there there may be a video out. But, uh... <laughs> it was super fun. The only concert I went to this year, uh, it wasn't, like, crazy it was just very chilled was it, was, it? I, well, but it I was ziggy it. marley yeah mm-hmm. i so imagine cool. lots of um leafy chill leafy chill yeah leafy chill. oh yeah we actually did see a guy get kicked out <laughs> oh, probably <God>. for <laughs> probably for that <laughs> probably for the leafy chill yeah <laughs> so do you have to because i have because i've never been to mardi gras before so all i know is what i see online and from people's vlogs and stuff but for the listeners who might not have seen much about Mardi Gras at all, it's included in the price of your ticket or annual pass, right? Yes. So if you wanted to stay for a concert, what do you do? If you want to stay for a concert, all you got to do is buy a ticket for that day and just stay until the concert starts. Bing, and the boom. concert's in the music plaza bit, right? Yeah, right by the uh, Hollywood Rip Red Rocket. And they do so, open the gates earlier, so... Oh, really? So yeah, is it possible then for you to go to... So, say I was going to go to Mardi Gras, and I was just going to go for one night just to try it. Would I be able to watch the parade? Like, is there multiple parades on, or is it just the one? Could I see the parade and also be able to get in to see the concert? Because I have seen that sometimes they stop letting people into that concert area. Yes, that's if it ever gets, like, too, too crazy. I have seen them just close it off. Um, But there's only one parade that they do per night, which I think weekends is 7.45 and then weekdays is 6.45. But um, if you get us, you can see the parade, but then you probably won't. If you want to be, like, up close to the parade, you can't get good seats for the show. But you can kind of see the parade from, like, the middle area of the... uh, 
audience area in front of the stand, I'd say, because where we were standing, we were kind of in the middle, but we still had a good view of the parade. I see. So, like, it kind of depends on where you stand, you know, how feel? I feel, yeah. So, <laughs> if I wanted to be, because I know that you've done this before, too, you, you are able to be on a Mardi Gras float as someone who throws the beads out into the crowd. Do you have to be an annual pass holder to do that, or can anybody do it? Um, if you're an annual pass holder, you can sign up for it, and you can get chosen to be in, which I didn't. Some I don't know how often they choose, but yeah, all you got to do is sign up if you're an annual pass holder. If you're not an annual pass holder, you can go wait at this bench over by Barney. I think you have to get there, like, depending on the day, like, if it's a weekend, you want to get there two hours early, I'd say, because it gets pretty filled up. But if it's a weekday, you can get there, like, an hour, an hour, half early, and then you can just wait, and then you get a chance of... uh if the employees walk by with the uh, wristband and they give it to you, you're in. But if you don't, okay. then you just wasted time. So if you're going to be on the Mardi Gras float, are you able to experience other things? Like, if So if I was on a float in a parade, would I make it to go and see the concert at all? Or would I have no chance of getting into it? Mm. Like, would that take up my entire night, basically, if I was going to be on a float? Uh... Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, if you wanted to see the concert, you may be late to the concert, but maybe not by too much. I don't know. I remember last time I did a float was on a Tuesday night, so they closed early. So by the time we got off, the park was closed. Oh wow, so, really? Yeah, that's it. That's like when they closed at seven o'clock or something, and there there wasn't a concert going on either, so they closed early. But I'm not sure. I think you would have time to go make it to the concert. It's okay, little rain. You can still I get know. on a float. <laughs> he's screaming because <laughs> he wants to come and hang out, but he can't because he's too loud. Oh. I know. No baby's loud. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. Okay, so Mardi Gras sounds super fun. It is something that I would really like to do, but I feel like this year I'm only going to Orlando one time. Um, the last few years I've been able to go in like April or May time and for Halloween Horror Nights, but this year purely horror nights and I feel like I like to go in April and make one for my birthday and usually Mardi Gras over by then yeah so uh, the reason I like to go in April and May is because it's a little bit quieter because there's nothing really going on except maybe Epcot Flower and Garden Festival so the the parks are pretty empty How's crowding at Mardi Gras? Uh, during spring break, it was crazy, which I don't... Spring break's kind of all over the place. I think it just ended kind of here. But it's still, like, Bush Gardens today was still kind of a little more crowded than usual. So I think anytime from, like, mid-March to early May, I'd say, is kind of going to be busier. Also, I see. I'll just uploaded a new video to the channel, so <laughs> cough, cough, go check it out. From Universal or from Bush Gardens? The Bush Gardens one. You only went today? Yeah. That's super quick. Yeah, we only went for like an hour and a half. I'm proud of that editing. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I literally recorded a Stranger Things video like 
at the weekend, last weekend, and I still haven't finished editing it because I lost everything on Premiere Pro two days ago. Ooh. I know. And That's I technology's fault. Honestly, I just finished editing it, and I was just adding music onto the end, and the whole thing crashed, and I lost everything, so I had to start it again. So that's not going to be up until maybe tomorrow when I've been able to fix it, or maybe even the next day. Who kn- Or maybe never. I don't know. Technology and me <laughs> don't really fix all together. If something goes wrong, I'm just like, oh, frick it. <laughs> but to go I'll to a theme it. park and get edited on the same day... Heck yeah. Good well, pretty good. Also, living like five minutes away helps. You are living the day. Of course. <laughs> Speaking of Bush Gardens, before we get onto the spooky stuff, just kind of links into some spooky stuff. Yeah. So, it's been a while since I've been to Bush Gardens. And when I say a while, I want to say about 10 years. Dang. Maybe even more than 10 years. Yeah, it's been about five years since we've been. Has wow. it? Yeah. Did you go quite often? No, no, we didn't. We've only been a couple of times. Same. So we were actually thinking about going again, going back. Well, I've been discussing this with my secret guest who's come on with me this year. Well, my secret guests who have come with me this year. Um, and we have decided that we would like to do a day at Bush Gardens and also an evening at Howler Scream. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. So, because it's been such a long time since I've been to Bush Gardens, I don't really know what's there anymore. Good luck. I don't know anybody who's been there. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) can you tell me? Because I don't think that... Because I want to go for the whole day and then stay for Howl's Scream. I don't think that I'm going to... And because it's a long time away from where I'm staying at Aventura. Um, it's like, what, an hour drive? An hour and a half? Yeah, yeah around an hour and a half. Yeah, so I feel like I, I probably wouldn't get there for park opening and stay for all that long. I'd probably get there for maybe, like, midday. Yeah. So I need to know what the top things at Bush Gardens are that I need to make sure that I do in that day. All right. So do you like roller coasters? I freaking love roller coasters. Boom. You're done. All you got to do is hit Cheetah <laughs> Hunt, Montu, yeah, Shikra, Kumba, all the roller coasters there. And coming up on the 19th, Tigris is opening up. I am very excited about Tigris. Yeah. That's going to be really, really effing fun. I just saw it today. It's so big. Like, it's, it's much taller than you think in person. I think this is the tallest of its kind. In North America, I think. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that. Yeah. I feel like that sounds legit. Yeah. So I remember Shikra. I remember mm. like when Shikra had just opened. I know that I went Me to Bush Gardens that year. And I remember that I freaking loved it. So I'm Did definitely you go? excited that. Did you go on it when they took the floor out? I don't know. I don't I think know. so. Yeah, because I know that was, like, I think that was, like, 2011, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, now it's floorless. Ooh. What year are we in now? 19. No, I don't think that I did. I think, no. No. Because it would have been, like, 10 years ago, the last time I went. So I want to say, like, maybe oh, okay. 2008 or 2009. Oh, okay, yeah. So maybe not. Um, And I remember, is it Gwazi? 
Yeah, that is uh, that's turning into the uh, steel hybrid, the RMC coaster. So that is all torn down now. You can see in the new video. Okay. <laughs> I feel like they had a goosebumps thing. Did they? Oh. Yeah, I'm positive that they had a goosebumps thing the last time that I was there. I don't remember day yet. Like you, it was like just a video that you watched. I think. Oh, was it by like? Was there like a school bus by it? Don't think so. I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google this when we go off air, but I feel like. I mean, I might be confusing it with a UK theme park. I don't know. But I feel like it was at Bush Gardens. And I feel like it was the Scarecrow episode of Goosebumps. Uh, and I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> no. I don't know. IDK there. I don't know. Maybe it was like a preview thing. I don't know. I just... It was either a Bush Gardens or a UK theme park. I'll Google it and I'll put it in our group and let you guys know which one of them it was. <laughs> but I'm very excited to try Howler Scream because I've never been to Howler Scream before. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I think that maybe I have been one time when I was very young, but I didn't really remember it. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that. And I'm extra excited about it because last year, weren't they selling off tickets for like $30? Oh yeah, they when they first release them, they go for like twenty, thirty bucks. It's a good deal. Like I'm excited about that because I feel like a Bush Gardens day ticket from the UK is pretty cheap anyway. I even feel like you can get a deal where you get a Bush Gardens and a SeaWorld ticket for very, oh, yeah. very cheap, like maybe about one hundred and fifty pounds, like at maximum. Damn. Um, I know, so I'm definitely going to SeaWorld because obviously I've got to ride Mako because it's my fave. Yeah. freaking love it and I've also got to go to Bush Gardens so then Howl's Scream ticket on top isn't going to be that much that sounds like a good and cheap day to me heck yeah sounds good so you go to oh, Howl's Scream hang on hang on what sounds good you oh who that because I just had a frog in my throat so I'm glad that <laughs> don't sound bad now no, are we recording Nick I hope so <laughs> Yeah, I we hope, hope so, so too. <laughs> we were like, let's just go. Right, so what happened was, what happened was, I think I joined the call. I, I actually, you asked me to add Mr. Dean to the call. And then immediately I put myself on mute. And then, just because my wife, my wife was talking to me, then I come off mute to say, um, right, I'm going to hit record now. Um, just start whenever you're ready and I'll edit it out afterwards. It was only after I looked again, I realised I hadn't unmuted myself. Oh, but I was like, nice. oh. And then, about a minute or so later, I then heard you kick off. So I was like, oh, it's all good. <laughs> it was recording the whole time. So all that, all that slagging off you did of me before, um, you thought it was recording. It's all been recorded, and <laughs> I will add that to the end of the episode. I was like, quick, guys, nobody bitch about anything. And then Lucas <laughs> made me laugh because I, I counted too quickly for him. But it's all there. Oh, yeah. You may, have to, add, to in. Yeah, you may have to add some pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> really? Already? So I have a super special guest here for two seconds, for a two second special guest appearance because otherwise he's going to go insane. Say hello, Rainy. <gasps> Say hello. You've just been really loud, and now you're going to be all shy when you get to the microphone. Okay, you can touch the microphone. That's some <laughs> ASMR from Marine. <laughs> now, do you that? Are you excited to be on the podcast? 
Are you going to be re- doing a reading at Christmas? <laughs> are you? He Ooh. said, yeah, but it'll just be bah. Bah. Oh, okay, well, well, he's got time. Oh. I mean, he's got a few months to work on it, so. <laughs> That's man's microphone. <laughs> go back to him, Mum. Thanks for making a special appearance on the podcast. Oh, you don't want to go. Thanks, you're, Rain. You're just being silent, though. You're Huge just fan. Huge fan. <laughs> Huge fan. Hey, we're going to make Rain t-shirts, Rain mugs. <laughs> <laughs> make, make it rain. <laughs> we'll make it rain. Good idea. <laughs> anyway, I've interrupted the flow of the podcast as I always do. So, what was you going to jump into? I don't even remember what we were talking about. Hello Scream or something? <laughs> oh, Hello Scream, yeah. We're... we're talking about how Hello Scream and Bush Gardens would be a very cheap but very fun day and night. Um, so I'm going to go to Bush Gardens this year for my first time in 10 years. Wow. <laughs> <And> we're going <laughs> to um, go to Howler Scream. <laughs> That's funny. Look, let's be honest, like most of these podcast episodes I'm on involve a tap dancing dog. You can hear his little claws banging against the, the wooden floor. So this, this to me is a much better distraction. Oh yeah, you like babies? Comes to Universal as a dog. <laughs> I've been after new slogan for a while, to be honest. <laughs> what the heck is going on? <laughs> okay, bye, Ray, and love you. <laughs> okay, so back to Bush Gardens. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys, but Rain just obviously wants to be part of the podcast. Yeah, and he's not. You okay? Exactly. So. Bush Gardens. I'm going to go for my first time in about 10 years. I'm going to try Howl Scream because I don't remember ever going to Howl Scream. And I want to try some different haunted attractions this year. So I want to do Howl Scream. I also want to do Halloween Horror Nights. And I want to do some of the more local haunts. Undecided since I saw the Houses October built. Oh my gosh. Please, don't even get me started on that. Like, that has made me majorly scared of yeah. any kind of haunt that's not Halloween. <laughs> um, but, Luke, do you go to Howler Scream often? Yeah, that was my first, like, Horror Nights. I got into that before Horror Nights. Oh, really? So, How is yeah. it different from Halloween Horror Nights? It's a lot more tame. It's definitely not, it's nowhere near as good as Horror Nights, but it's fun. It's more of like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's mild fun, you know? So is it not as scary or is it not as like elaborate with the sets and design and stuff? Yeah, it's just not as elaborate. They do have some good scares. Like, I mean, I always see people getting scared, but I don't know. It's just different. It's more It's more local. Definitely not as a, like the high production value as universal. Mm. Okay. So how many houses do they usually have? I think seven. Oh, with that's a bonus. Than I thought. I thought maybe about yeah. three or four. I think. Yeah, and then they have a bonus one, an eighth one that you can just pay for. Oh, uh, like an upcharge house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you do them all in an evening? Like. Uh. What the I queues think... like? Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, depending on the day you go. Because mm-hmm. I've gone nights where the lines were dead and everything was just a walk on. But I've also got nights where we waited hours for lines. Mm. Okay. So, 
are you allowed to film in the houses? No. No. I don't think so. I think you can get yelled at. I don't know. <laughs> Just in case. Do they do things like horror nights do, like the tours or um, like the Unmasking Horror Tour? I don't think so. Not yet, at least. Okay. Because it would be interesting to go to both and see yeah. how how they differentiate with the lights on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, because they have much different, like, areas they do houses, too. Oh, really? Yeah, because they kind of just squeeze them into weird spots in the park, just because they don't have too much room. Oh, so are they in, like, sound stages? Like, um, I know that they don't really have, like, sound stages in Bush Gardens, but is it in, like, that type of, like, a show building, or are they in tents? No, mostly in tents. They kind of just prop them up in these weird spots around the park. I know one is in uh just one is in kind of just in a field, out out by Guazi. So that's yeah. So it's just in a tent, but it's in the middle of a field, but like in the middle of the park. It's it's hard to explain. <laughs> so they have a lot of animals at Bush Gardens, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, so they do. do they keep the spooky stuff away from where they have the animals, or like are you seeing spooky stuff and seeing animals at the same time? Uh, no, they mostly keep it away. You can probably see some elephants, I think, some if they're walking out. <laughs> if you want to see animals during Hollow Scream. I mean, that sounds like my kind of thing, because I love animals and I love spooky. Yeah. They just don't have the lights on, though, so it'll be kind of dark. Oh. But... Well, I mean, I guess that's good, so they don't get scared. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm sold on Hollow Scream. I'm very excited to try it. Heck yeah, and you can just ride roller coasters in the dark. Oh, do they have all of the rides open, or is it just yeah. some? Yeah, they got everything. Even Falcon's Fury is open, too. Okay, I'm really freaking excited about Falcon's Fury. It's so I... good. It's one of my favorite rides, like, all time. It looks terrifying and so much fun in equal parts. Mr. Day, when was the last time you went to Bush? I think it was about five years ago. I just yeah. realised that because I didn't finish that, like I wasn't trying to make a sexual innuendo. <laughs> okay. I realised. <laughs> I honestly wasn't. Well, I'm not Craig, but I realised that sounded. Sorry, was that five years ago, Mister Day? Yeah, about five years ago. I think um, the Cheetah Run. I think it just opened. So when did that open? Yeah, uh, twenty. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I was in middle school. I think. Yeah, so I think, I think it was about five years ago. It's good. I, th- I thought it was a good part. Um, I'll look that up. Yeah, <laughs> some really good rides. Have you Screen Poly Day? No, no, I haven't. I've, I've done Mickey's Not So Scary quite a few times, and obviously uh, two years ago we did Halloween Horror Nights for the first time, but but that's it. So yeah, I, I'd be, be quite interested in trying it. going to a, like a local haunt, or is that like not your kind of thing? No, we've we've done some stuff in West Sussex. There's a couple of there's like Tully's Farm and things like that. They have uh, like local haunts. We've done that a couple of times. It's good fun. I think and we did um, the other local place. Yeah, like oh. the local haunts, like the, like the scary shit. Ah, uh, okay. Probably not around Orlando unless it was something really good. There was one a couple of years ago where it was like com- you had to pay for it, but it was completely in the dark. Do you remember that one? Yeah, it was I like, remember hearing about it. Yeah, it was totally dark. I quite fancied that. Was that, but, the uh, one, did that. was that the one at Old Town? 
Not sure. I'm sure it's a whole town. been old town. Yeah, there the is. The one in old town was Terra on Church Street. That's it, yeah. Oh, okay, yep. And then there was Skull Kingdom on iDrive. Yeah, never done that. RIP Skull Kingdom. Yeah. Miss it. Um, okay, so I watched Houses of October Built 2, which is equally as scary as Houses of October Built 1. And in that, they had... Oh, they made a second. Oh, don't spoil it. <laughs> okay, I won't spoil it, but there's one part in it where there's a haunted hayride. And now, all that I've thought about is how much I want to do a freaking haunted hayride because it looked awesome. Oh, Screamageddon has one of those. It's in, Where's like, that? Eight City. It's kind of like, I don't know, like 20 minutes north of... Uh, it's like 40 minutes north of Tampa. So, how far are we talking from Universal? Mm, two, two and a half hours. Oh, not worth it. Yeah, maybe it's worth it. I don't know. It looked cool. I'd really like to do one because, like, yeah, but... I've never, like, I've heard of haunted hayrides before, but I kind of just thought it was like you were going through the woods just on a, like a little, like, well, a big version of a wheelbarrow. That's what I imagined in my head. And then when I saw <laughs> how it actually was on Houses of October built, I was like, wow, that looks awesome. Yeah, the one we did was like a big, big haycart, and there's probably about 20, 20, 30 people on it. And then you go past various ski- scenes and those scare actors that jump out. It was pretty good. Yeah. But that was in this country. Good. Oh, so we have them here too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I think that was, was that Tully's Farm? I don't remember. Tully's Farm's got quite a big Halloween event. It's really popular, really busy. Okay, so That's I'm going to make it my mission this year to go to as many UK horns as possible in the short time that I have. Because I'm away for the majority of October, I it really... usually makes it quite hard. I'm glad you finished off that sentence, because again, I thought you said you haven't got much time. I was like, is this, is this man's way of telling us something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm quite Sorry, gutted. guys. <laughs> I'm quite <laughs> gutted, actually, because um, I think I mentioned this last year. There was a shopping centre nearby to me that used to put on a horror night uh, after hours, and it would basically turn the mm-hmm. shopping centre into like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that'd be well, good. that sounds freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think they're doing it this year. I think they've, I think they've shut yeah. down now. Oh. They did it in, it's like, in October. Uh, the original. Yeah. The yeah. Dawn of the Dead, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's. That, I mean, it obviously, wasn't called that, but it, that's obviously what its inspiration was. And yeah. uh, it won some awards and stuff, Dang. but I think it's done now. Well, mm. I'm going to have um, about two weeks left of October and spooky season when I return from Florida. And I want to try and squeeze in as many UK haunts as I can in that time. But I don't really know an awful lot of them or what the good ones are. Because I like being scared while I'm warm, honestly. So... All of our beautiful listeners, if you go to UK Horns, I need your guys' help to tell me what the best ones are and the ones that I should make sure that I do when I return from Horror Nights. So if you want to send us an email or if you want to reach out to us on Twitter at Univ After Dark or my personal Twitter at Boston White or the group, which is the After Dark Network podcast, um please let me know which ones I should do because I don't want to go to rubbish ones. 
honestly. <laughs> and waste Why my not? time travelling all around. Why, why, because why I feel like time? I'm going to do an awful lot of driving to get to these places and like I have to get to them because I have a day job. So I'm going to have to get to them after work and stuff. Oh, look so... at Amanda. Oh, I've got a day job. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, if anyone wants to pay me to, like, test cereal or beer or something, like, I'm down for that. But Whoa. until that happens, I have to do a regular person day job. So I'm going to have to drive a long time to get to these places. And I would really be sad if I drove for, like, three hours to get to somewhere and it was rubbish. Yeah. You mean, like, I'll meet so... up in June? No, that's going to be magnificent. And you're not going to be driving? No, I'm no. Craig's hooking me up with the train. Yeah. Me and Craig are going to get the train together mm. and get drunk on the train on the way there. So <laughs> expect very uh, well. Maybe three of us. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You might be coming from that way as well, mightn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, actually, like, just to, to break away from a little bit, but this is, this is turning into quite the after-dark meet-up, actually, because um, yes. Ryan will be coming. So he'll be representing the customer is always weird and is after dark. Uh, and we've definitely got some of the crew from uh, Half and Half Scarves coming down as well. So it's actually going to be uh, messy. Messy is what it's going to be. Um, I can imagine that. And, I, and a few listeners have also said that they might well be coming along. So, um, yeah, it's it's shaping up to be good. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, you're coming, oh. you're coming, Luke. <laughs> Heck yeah. You can let's stay get, in my house. Let's go and play. That's fine. Just sneak on. I'll just swim. Or you can yes. you know, start now. You'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there for two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you vlogged that, a swim, all the way from Florida to England, mm-hmm. that'd be an all right vlog. Yeah, I have a GoPro. It's waterproof. Perfect. <laughs> now, I obviously don't know what was being discussed before I, I joined the call. Also, before I stopped my earphones in, but... Um, I know, Luke, you've been to the parks recently. And Bush wanna... Gardens. Wait. Uh, you've not been to Universal recently? Not since the Ziggy Marley concert. Uh, okay, because I was going to ask, if it hadn't been brought up already, if you'd actually seen the new uh, cafe, the Today Cafe or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, I did see pictures, but not in person. Okay. Today Cafe, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is it like show. NBC? Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the morning show, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Eh. Eh. I I I I might know slightly more than you, which is worrying considering that I live in England and we don't. Get it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, don't, I don't watch that. <laughs> it's essentially, I mean, so, um, to our British listeners, it what that cafe is essentially is it would be the same as if ITV decided to open up a Good Morning Britain cafe in london like it just makes no sense why that would be your theme for something but hey ho there you go hey ho. Yeah. i mean it'll be someone's oh. cup of tea mm. Ooh, maybe they'll serve tea there oh yeah yeah <laughs> so what we did nick was we talked about mardi gras already mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about bush gardens and we saved the horror night stuff until you were here oh you being being the uh the acclaimed author and expert <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I can just but I thought that you might take an interest in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could do his accent. Yeah. Well, do I'm, it. I'm <laughs> Hello. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> he's he's, he's, sing. he's, he's Yeah, I've got to rap. I've got to rap <laughs> all my answers. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't do his accent, unfortunately. I can barely do my own accent, let alone 
<laughs> I have noticed, right, when I do, li- I, I, I very occasionally listen back to podcasts. I don't listen back to ours very often just because I'm not that much of an egotist. Shocking, I know. <laughs> but I do notice that my voice does change not only from podcast to podcast, but also during the episode. So I might start off with a, a particular tone or a certain way of me speaking, and by the end, I'll be like full blown Ray Winston Cockney. Dick Van Dyke, you know. I love so, it. Yeah, I really <laughs> it's like Split. On. Yeah, I'm. It's like a really shit version of Split, <laughs> where I split between Patricia. two slightly different versions of myself. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was uh, Patricia. Is it? Is it one scene? It can be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, glass. What is? No, glass. not yet. Not yet. No, I haven't even seen Split. Oh, Luke. I'm slacking. You're like the new Craig. Uh, you know, I mean, no. not as bad as that. No, no, sorry, I, take, I, I immediately regret saying that. Sorry. Yeah, it's a bit over the top. Yeah. Apologies, everyone. Uh, sorry, Mister. I, I, I interrupted you. No, that was it. I, I, I saw. Well, I see, saw Split and Glass. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I think. I yeah, think... I like Split better, but yeah, oh yeah, Glass was okay. Yeah, but the way he uh, he flips between characters. See that that oh, would yeah. make. I reckon they could make a good house out of that. You know. Well, this is something that I wanted to talk about. Oh, so I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna do this a little bit first okay. before we get into the house announcement. Mm-hmm. So I went to see us, and it got me thinking about this topic. So I watched the trailer for us, and I wasn't completely sold on it. And I wasn't super interested in it because I, I feel like I don't go to the cinema very often. No. I tend to wait until something comes out on Blu-ray because I just don't have an awful lot of time to go to the cinema and then I feel like when I see my friends the last thing that I want to do is have to sit in silence because I want to talk to them and catch up with them and stuff. This is and... the thing I don't understand people that turn around like because I go to the cinema a lot by myself mm-hmm. and like people think that's quite weird. But to no, me, I would rather go by myself. Yeah, going to the cinema is not a social... Ex- the only sociable bit of, of going to the cinema is if you're seeing, like, a film that ev- um, evokes a lot of reaction, like a comedy. So you get, like, a room full of people laughing or uh, maybe a soppy film where, you know, everyone starts crying or whatever. But you're not actually supposed to be talking to the people around you. So therefore, you can enjoy it with an audience, but it doesn't mean you have to enjoy it with people you know. Exactly. But I went a little bit fancy with the cinema experience oh, because I thought on. I don't go to the cinema very often, so I'm gonna fancy it off. So, so I did paid full price. I went on a Sunday and I did the showcase directors lounge. Okay. So that was where you have like your own private bar for if you bought these specific tickets and the bar looked like the golden room from the shine and it was really cool. Had all these pictures all over the walls of all different directors and it was just me and my date with me. It was just two of us. So it was cool. And then you go into a small, like, like you have two different screens attached to this lounge and it's like these big leather like couches with like double seats. Mm Mm-hmm with like little tables and stuff and you get free drinks, free popcorn and like a dedicated bar for alcoholic drinks that you can take in to the little screen with you. So there's only us and two other people in the whole screen, which was cool again, because the reason that like another reason that I don't like going to the cinema is that I don't like 
people with no manners being in the cinema. So people who'll be on the phone and talking throughout it and munching on the popcorn and just being generally annoying puts me off going. So I was glad that there was only us and two other people in there. So anyway, away from my tangent, I went to see Us, wasn't super sold on the trailer and I was like, I don't really want to go and see this. Like, I thought Get Out was really good. Not really my kind of thing. I could appreciate it for what it was, but like I wasn't, I wouldn't have chosen to go and see it at the cinema. So again, I was thinking that about us. But, and I don't think I've ever really said this about a film before, but I have not stopped thinking about this film since I went to see it. It's so funny, isn't it? Because I've just tried to forget about it. <laughs> I know that me and you have very different opinions on it. And I know that you liked Get Out. Yeah, I'm actually so as a, as a way of promoting other podcasts. Um, I have another show on the network called Pop After Dark, where it's normally myself, but I'm also regularly joined by Ben now. Uh, talk about recent films that we've seen, and he. This was a man so excited to see us that when we was in Disneyland Paris. He said, maybe we can go and see it in Sat- on, on the Saturday night rather than like hang out in the, the hotel bar with everyone else. Because he couldn't wait to get back home to England to watch it. So he uh-huh. was really eager to see it. So we are reviewing it on uh, this the next episode, which will be out next week. Um, us, Dumbo and Shazam. But Us is going to be the interesting one. because I, I, He doesn't know what I think about it, but I think I know what he thinks. So it's going to be an interesting recording. But... Yeah, I like to get out. Um, I, I'm interested, actually, to hear why it's 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 kept your mind thinking. I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but I feel like there was just so much going on and so many underlying pieces to the story that literally the second that I left the cinema, I, I don't want to spoil things. So I'm going to try and be as vague as I possibly can. Yeah. But I was Googling stuff the second that I got out of the cinema. And then I was Googling what other people were interpreting from different parts of the film. And it was super interesting to see the different perspectives that people have and the different kind of bits that people will take from the film. Mm -hmm. And the whole car ride home... All we did was talk about it. The whole time when we got home, all we did was talk about it. The whole time that I was driving back to Liverpool, I was listening to podcasts and videos of what other people had thought about the film. And I literally have not stopped thinking about it. I haven't stopped thinking about the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is one of the best film soundtracks that I've heard in a very, very long time. I'm talking like John Carpenter standard I know and I freaking love John Carpenter and I think it's very rare that a score of a film will be like so haunting and also as well on on the soundtrack front um, and this isn't a spoiler because it doesn't say you anything about the film but the film ends with um, Les Fleurs by uh, Minnie Ripperton which Mm -hmm. is such I always forget how good that song is but it's such an unusual song but it always like gets a smile out of me. And I will say that now, having seen it used in the context of a film, um, it does it does 
alter your perception of the song a little bit, even though it's not really tied in. Mm-hmm. But but now I'm associating when I hear that song, I associate that with that film. Um, but that's 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 interesting. And I think that the one thing that I've seen, obviously following, is that a lot of it's a very it's a film with a lot of interpretation in it. And I think possibly one of the reasons why I didn't get only only one of the reasons why I didn't get the same experience as you did is because whilst Going to cinema is a very solo experience, in my opinion. What's great is when you can sit down with someone afterwards and talk about what mm-hmm. you just watched. Yeah. And I think if you're doing that quite, you know, if you're able to do that after watching something, it's different than you speaking to somebody about it a few weeks later or, you know, then reading up about it or anything like that. So that will play into it a little bit. But it does seem to be a film that people have either, like, absolutely like think it's a masterpiece mm-hmm. or are left scratching their heads going i don't understand the hype about this at all and that's that was where i was at and as you said I agree. you was the we're the opposites in that i thought get out was great and 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 that was a film that again was you know herald is kind of like a masterpiece but left you cold yeah like i like i really could appreciate it and i like I appreciate Jordan Peele. I think Jordan Peele is so fantastic in what he's doing. And I think that he is absolutely like one of the most amazing things to come to modern horror in recent times. I think he's fantastic. I appreciate what he did with Get Out and I could appreciate the story. I could appreciate the way that it was shot. I thought it was a great film. I'm as a getting, film fan. I'm getting very excited, actually, because uh, I believe The Twilight Zone is now available for me to watch. I'm very excited. I tried yeah. to watch it last night, oh. but I couldn't. I didn't have time. <laughs> so that is my tomorrow sorted. But I think Jordan Peele's fantastic. Really, really liked to get out. I just, I, like, as someone who would just appreciates film in general, I feel like I can say that it wasn't my type of thing without kind of saying it's a bad film. It's not all yeah. a bad film. It's fantastic. Yeah. Just not my kind of thing that i'd maybe watch again mm-hmm. whereas us i would watch it another 10 times like i absolutely want to go back to the cinema to see it again well the weird thing is i left there thinking like you know i didn't i really didn't like it and yet i knew i was gonna have to watch it at least once more at least once more if not more <laughs> so the thing is it's very weird like normally if i see a film that i don't like that'd be like well i'm never i never have to sit through that again but this i'm actually like i didn't really get the same feeling as everyone else did and yet I feel that I need to watch it you know at least once more so that's mm-hmm. that's telling but I'm guessing this is leading up to the big event well this is leading up to my my point that you had just raised before we got into the conversation with us on that a lot of the conversations that I've heard from Halloween Horror Nights fans afterwards and a lot of the conversation that I had in the car on the way back from the cinema was that would make such a good Halloween Horror Nights house. And I'm like, no. Mm. No. Like, I feel like not every good horror film needs to be able to be translated into a Halloween Horror Nights house. And I felt like this a lot as well when Get Out came out. And... I felt like sometimes people can't differentiate between just appreciating it as a film and looking for every possible thing in it that could be in a Halloween Horror Nights house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I 
Uh, and it, you, you must have seen Get Out of Yesterday. Yeah, seen that. Yeah, loved it. It doesn't like I. I agree with you, Amanda. I don't. You know, I was thinking about it because there was a lot of rumours, obviously, because of the Blumhouse um, deals with Universal, that that was going to be a shoe in for a house that year, and that was the year I was going. And I kept thinking to myself, I don't really see how they can make it work, unless it was just you walking through a house where there was lots of either older white people or black people just popping out of shadows. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't see how they could turn it into a a decent house. Well, get out now. Yeah, and I think that's what you're kind of getting at, Amanda, isn't it? Is that it's... Mm -hmm. You can have a really good horror film that you really enjoy, or a really good thriller, because, I mean, not everything at Halloween Horror Nights is a proper horror, but that doesn't mean that you can make it into a live experience. No, and I feel like... There's been a lot of times where, and I've just actually recorded a bit of this in a in a video where I felt like a house is maybe being announced, and I've been like, "Oh, I don't know about this. Like, I don't know how they're going to translate this into a house." Like The Exorcist, for example, when that was announced, I was like, "Right, okay, this is all basically in one room. This will never work. I don't know how they're going to do this unless they're going to make it kind of like." A little bit of an original house or like I don't know I had no clue and they managed to do it same with Poltergeist when that was announced I was like awesome film one of my favorites I think that this is a little bit bold I don't know if it's gonna work mm. I'll appreciate it because I like the film but I just don't know how it's gonna translate into a house and again that was probably one of my all-time favorite houses they've ever done and they did a fantastic job with it so I don't doubt that the creative team could take anything and make it into a house. I know that they probably could, but sometimes I just feel like we can just appreciate a film for it is. It's a fantastic film. It's probably not going to work as a house, but I might be wrong. What were you going to say about us, Mr. D? I was just going to say, I think actually us would make a better Halloween horror house oh for sure out of us and get out i think us for sure would make a better house out of the two of them there's some good set pieces in us yeah and i I mean i I generally think it's scary because there's proper antagonists in it which you don't get yeah really you don't get that in get out it's it's a lot more grand in reality but what did you i didn't realize you'd seen it otherwise i'd have asked what what was your take from us how did you feel about it yeah i so I really enjoyed Get Out, and when I went to see us, I actually really liked it. Uh, Kerry, my wife, she wasn't quite so keen. She didn't like it that much, to be honest. Uh, I think she liked it at the beginning and then went off it at the end. It went a bit too too sort of wacky for her, but, but I actually really liked it. It did make me a bit like Amanda. I was thinking about it later on and actually... You know, did a little bit of you know googling on on what does it mean and people's interpretations of the of the film and stuff like that. So uh, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was uh, quite different, quite a different idea, and it and it went to different places. It started off as one thing because I purposely didn't read any reviews or you know made sure I didn't see any spoilers. And it, it just felt like it, it started off in one direction. I thought, I know where this is going to go, but it, it, it went in a completely different direction then. I don't don't want to spoil it for anybody, but... 
uh, I, I enjoyed that about it. I did figure some some things out without, like you, I'd seen a trailer for it, but I hadn't, I mm. even though I wasn't seeing it for a few days after it came out, I, I you know, definitely avoided any kind of uh, reactions or reviews. Um, yeah. And I think that's the best way of going in. Like, I, I met up with my wife afterwards, and um, she said, you know, what do you think about it? And I said, like, I, really, you want to know as little as possible? Because yeah. it's, it's yeah, hard to describe... And also, I think you need to let it unfold. But I will. One thing I will definitely agree with you both on is that he has definitely got a talent, mm-hmm. and the way it was framed and the way things were done is extremely clever. And the same would get out. Like you know, you, you mm-hmm. similar things. Like he's somebody who wants to make every shot of the film mean something. Yes. Or lead you down, a, you know, either the right or the wrong path, you know, kind of confuse you a little bit, or sometimes might make it very mm-hmm. obvious what's going to happen. But um, yeah, and I actually thought the first mm, ten minutes or so were some of the tensest I've been in a cinema. Not, not because anything like really drastically, uh, but it, I, it, I just felt a bit of a terror. Because I didn't know what was going to happen, I didn't know the context of what was going on, um, and so yeah, yeah I, I, I thought that was done extremely well. But um, yeah, I, I think it would make a, a better house. But to be honest, I just, I personally, if if it's if it's not announced this year, I will not be one of those upset Halloween Horror Night fans. No, it's not going to be there. If not, I mean, mm. we could we could find out, you know, that it is. But at this moment, you know, nothing's been announced, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of announcements, we had our very first house announcement last week. And this made me super excited. And honestly, I was in the car driving to Bristol for my first ever time in Bristol. It was very nice, by the way. Bristol's lovely. Recommend Bristol 100%. It's a very cool place. Um when the announcement happened and I was so excited and I literally wanted to record a quick piece there and then because I was so excited about it but the drive ended up taking six hours instead of three hours and I was very stressed out so I didn't (laughs) um (laughs) yeah and I don't like driving um so I'm super excited and I've been dying to talk about this because there's so much stuff that I just want to get off my chest about it and there's so much stuff that I want to hear from you guys about it so our first announcement is something that we all kind of were expecting to be the first announcement, but there's other things that came along with it that we probably weren't expecting. So the first house is going to be Stranger Things. I freaking love Stranger Things. <laughs> Obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I've watched Stranger Things one and two a bajillion times. I'm currently working <laughs> my way through season two again right now. I freaking love it. So... I was super excited to hear that. I absolutely adored the house last year. And in the video that I've just recorded, I was like, okay, I was totally cool with waiting for like 90 minutes to go in this house. (laughs) None of my friends were cool about that, but I didn't care because I loved it. And I have no doubt that this year will be the same, Q-wise, if not longer, because I feel like Stranger Things has definitely opened up the event to a whole new crowd of guests who yeah. may not have been interested in Halloween Horror Nights previously. For example, Ryan. Yep. Yeah. 
So I appeared on Ryan's other podcast, Theme Park Trader, just before he was going to go for his very first time at Halloween Horror Nights. And the thing that swayed him to go, because he was never interested in it before, was Stranger Things, because he's such a huge fan of it. And I feel like that's definitely going to be the case for a lot of people who are going to be returning this year. So I'm saying buy your Express Passes when they come out. Because <laughs> you're probably going to need them. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that threw a little bit of a spanner in the works of the announcement was that it's not just going to be Stranger Things 2. It's going to be mm. Stranger Things 2 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I know. When does season three come out? So season three comes out on the 4th of July. So all that we have to go off right now is the trailer. So they released a short trailer a few months ago, and then they released the full-length trailer, which is freaking awesome, just a few days before the house announcement. And so that's really all that we have to go off right now for things that will potentially be in the house from season three. Yeah. Exciting. So I am Molly Crew. Obviously Motley Crew. Yeah. Like if they're not playing <laughs> Home Sweet Home, I'm gonna be sad about it. <laughs> Dirt House confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. That'd be my dream. Um and Ash, our friend of the podcast, I know would feel the same about Motley Crew House because we freaking love Motley Crew. Um but I imagine that the house will be season two for most scenes, and then maybe a short amount of season three. Well, here's the thing, right, that I... Because when you see the, the statement from them, I wasn't sure if we was going to get one or two houses. Now, I, I don't think we will get two separate houses, but it just said because of, like, multiple experiences... I was hoping that that might meant we got a season two and a season three house because that would be interesting. I, you know, the only time I've really had that kind of experience of something like that happening is when I went and did um, American Horror Stories, and uh, it, that year it was Asylum, Roanoke, and um, Coven. Is it called Coven? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean I I like that house a lot but I just felt that just as you're getting into the the flow of it just as you're really getting into you know what that season kind of represented it was done and then you Mm -hmm. just hurried off into the next bit Mm -hmm. and you know it was good and all, all all the bits of the house were good and they were all different but I'd I'd rather just had a house about one thing rather than being split up. Now I know last year you know you had Salsa Cinema, which was the same concept in the, all these split things. But I think because they were all original concepts and they were just based on like these fake movie posters, it wasn't as jarring as it being something that you know so well. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'd watched American Horror Story, so. I knew the things that were going to be going on or what I expected to see in in those season bits. And a lot of it was there, but obviously there were things that were missing because they just try and cram it into not much. Oh, that sounded like a Stranger Things sound. <laughs> I couldn't possibly comment what that was. Uh, it's my pet Demogorgon. Um, 
but yeah so i mean you know i it's probably more speculation on my part just because of how it's worded that does that mean we're going to get two stranger things houses but i think we probably are going to just get the one Mm-hmm. Like I think two yeah. would be cool, but I think the more likely thing is that it's going to be one, and it will just be mostly season two with a little bit of season three at the end. Mm. However, even though we've only seen the trailer of Stranger Things three, I feel like there was a whole bunch in that that would translate so well into a house, like returning to Hawkins Lab and the fair. Mm-hmm. looked awesome so there was a bit in the trailer where this guy who i like i'm assuming that he's some kind of like hitman hitman for the the government stuff that's going on with hawkins lab um, and he was like walking through this hall of mirrors with a gun and i was like i love when there's a a mirror room in a Halloween Horror Nights house i think it's something that works really really well and when i saw that scene in the trailer i was like yeah if they can have like a little part of the house that's the fair and then they have that room in, it'd be cool. But then there was a scene in the hospital where, and this is just what I took from the trailer and I might be totally wrong, but again, I spoke a little bit. Well, I spoke more in detail than what I'm probably going to hear in the video that I recorded. But there is a bit in the trailer where Billy, who I freaking love, by the way, um, is in the shower and he has like this like cut on his arm and there's like all black like going through his vein um and then a little bit later in the trailer there's a hospital scene and that is like the first glimpse that we get of the creature that's going to be in this season i assume so hang on can i just just on that how Mm -hmm. many times have you watched this trailer (laughs) <laughs> 75 bajillion <laughs> I, I freaking love Stranger Things <laughs> so in the hospital bit this creature that's like on the floor kind of looks like it's transforming from a human to a creature that we'd see in the upside down again I remember reading too much into this I don't know but I have watched it an awful lot of times <laughs> so what I'm taking from this is oh let me just rewind a little bit I'm getting too excited um so there's a bit in the trailer and there's a whole episode as well about this pool that billy's working at and i think the episode's called like the missing lifeguard or something like that i've looked a lot into this season by the way (laughs) for real i was like how did you get this information (laughs) i'm a stranger things number one fan so i'm assuming that something is going on with the pool that billy works at then he's in the shower and there's this wound with all this black stuff going through his veins. Then there's a scene where something is transforming into something else. And I feel like it is Billy transforming into a creature that would be maybe in the upside down demagogue kind of style. Mm. American werewolf in London kind of style. Um, I know. So I had so many questions after the bajillionth time that I've seen this trailer, and I was like, that's what I'm taking from it. That's what I think this is going to be. And I think that if we could have the lab, the fair, and the hospital in the house for Stranger Things 3, that would be enough for me. Dang, Detective Amanda. I know, I'm going to join the FBI. (laughs) I think Hopper might have a job for you. I'll take it. I freaking love Hopper. 
basically I have a crush on everyone that's in Stranger Things. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. Um so, Dustin. I do love Dustin. Dustin's my favourite character. Oh, he's awesome. He's fantastic. And he seems great in real life as well, which is even better. Yeah, it's like whenever you watch interviews with the cast, like he's just so fun and he's so nice. And I just think I want to be friends with him. Yeah. In a non-stalkery kind of way. <laughs> in a non-weird mm. kind of way because you're a child. Just for just for legal reasons. I mean, I yeah. That. yeah. Just putting out there in a friendship only kind of way. Um, but I love Stranger Things 2. Again, I think there's so many different cool things that we could have in the house from Stranger Things 2. I'm super excited to see the demo dogs. I imagine that there'll be puppets in the same kind of way that we had the Demogorgon puppets last year, Ooh. which were some of the best puppets that I've ever seen in my whole life. I thought they were fantastic, especially doing the Unmasking the Horror Tour, which is something that I 100% recommend doing the chance to see those puppets with the lights on up close was fantastic. If you're into uh, stuff like that, like 100% worth the money. Were there two puppets in the Stranger Things house last year? There was, I think, maybe four puppets. Um, but they were absolutely gorgeous. So I imagine that the demo dogs will also be puppets. So I'm very excited to see those, but I'm even more excited to see how they're going to do the Mind Flayer. I know. So right now... Yeah, so what, 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 for, for those that have only watched it like once, what is a Mind Flayer? <laughs> okay, so if you look on the Stranger Things artwork that was done for the house announcement, which was done by the amazing Kyle Lambert, like he's fantastic. Um, right. I know what you're talking about now, I think. Yeah, so it's like a spidery type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, right now, I'm torn between thinking that it's going to be like a big physical structure that they will maybe do like lighting projections onto whether it'll be purely light and projections and effects or whether it'll be a giant puppet. Wait, are you talking about that big shadowy thing from season two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to do it, but that is the part of the house that I'm the mm. most excited about seeing. I would like them to do something like they did in uh, for Alien vs. Predator over in L.A. when they had that big, like, huge queen alien. Yeah. Did you see videos of that? That thing yes. was huge. Uh-huh. That's what they should do. Maybe. I'm very, very excited <laughs> to see it. And what I'm going to do this year as well, which I tried to do last year and the year before, is I'm going to go out of my way to make sure that I do not watch anything from inside the houses because I want to be surprised the first time that I go yeah. through. Because I think that yeah. so much work goes into it and the kind of set designs and the the way that they do things is what interests me the most about the event. And I think the last few years, they have gone all out with the puppeteering that they've been doing. I think it deserves to be seen in person. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So I'm very, very excited. However, that got me thinking because 
I'm sorry that I'm not letting anybody else talk, but I just really love Stranger Things. I had so much that I wanted to say, and I've been That's holding okay. it all in. But you guys feel free to just chip in whenever you want to. But I was thinking about how it's Stranger Things 2 and 3 together, and why it wouldn't be Stranger Things 2 this year and Stranger Things 3 next year. Because Stranger Things 2 came out 2017? Yes. Like Halloween time 2017. So it's been out for a while. Oh, yeah. So there'd be no harm in waiting until next year to do Stranger Things 3. So this is why I really wanted Chris to come on too, because Chris knows all about licensing and stuff like that. He spends a lot of time looking into stuff like this for his books and stuff. Um, I don't know whether... It's because we already have like a super stacked lineup, like that's already in place for Halloween Horror Nights 30, and Stranger Things just won't fit into that kind of lineup, or whether it is something to do with licensing, because I imagine that Stranger Things 4 won't be out by next year. Mm. So I'm undecided about why we've decided to do it this way. I, my guess, and I am no, you know, I'm not pretending I'm Chris Ripley, okay? Just want to make that very clear. I can try, but I'll fail miserably, right? So I think it's because next year's 30, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in in other years, and Amanda, you can correct me, um, but when there's been like the 25th, the 20th, we don't get classic houses brought back, but 30 is such a big number that it wouldn't surprise me if the reason why they're trying to get Stranger Things 2 and 3 this year rather than wait for next year is because next year they might have already planned what they're doing. I feel like that is probably the more likely option because i'd be very surprised if they only had the license for stranger things for two years mm-hmm. personally i mean they had that walking dead one for what was it 12 years it felt like 12 years. <laughs> I think 15. Uh, yeah it mm. felt like that long but do you know what i mean like you, you know you wouldn't normally get uh, a franchise like that especially one that was successful um you know pretty much from the get-go for that short amount of time so i think it will be because they've already got a stacked lineup for next year. Yeah, I agree. And so I don't think the Stranger Things 4 will be out next year. Um, but Stranger Things 4, the Duffer brothers had said that they only wanted to do four seasons and they wanted it to like be completely done, like after oh. four. Mm-hmm. I know. So maybe we would skip Stranger Things next year and then have Stranger Things 4 for 31. Mm. That's how I've been seeing it. Like, I imagine that Halloween Horror Nights 30 would be things like Body Collectors, Jack, like a lot of the icons, a lot of like maybe fan favorite things like Psychoscarapy and stuff like that. Um, And I don't, I don't know about IPs, but I imagine it'll be a lot of return and originals next year michael myers <laughs> of course <laughs> from awesome but, powers yeah yeah, yeah it's about it's yeah, about yeah. time he got his juice 
And it's yeah. going to be in the Shrek <laughs> building, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there has been some rumoured houses for this year floating around that have piqued my interest. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there's been the obvious ones that people have been talking about for like quite a long time now. So things like the haunting of Hill House. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which again ties into my little rant earlier of that I don't feel like every single horror based thing would work as a house. I absolutely loved the haunting of Hill House. Thought it was one of the most amazing series that I've seen in a long time. I don't feel like it would translate all that well into a house. Even though it's set in a house? Even though it's set in a house, I just don't... And that, again, would probably be one of the ones where I'd be like, I don't know if this is going to work, and then it'd be amazing, and I have no doubt that it would be. But just for me personally right now, I can't see that coming to the event this year. But I might be wrong. Mm. Um... Then there was Killer Clowns from Outer Space, obviously based on how popular the Scare Zone was last year and because we'd had Trick or Treat as a Scare Zone and then Return as a House, a lot of people are kind of feeling like Killer Clowns will be a house this year. I feel like it will most likely be a house in Hollywood or a Scare Zone in Hollywood. They need to get some of a return of investment on those costumes, don't they? Yeah. They're fantastic costumes, absolutely amazing. Um, And I do feel like it would, like when you watch Killer Crown from Outer Space, you know that it's going to work well as a house. I just don't know if it's going to be this year for Orlando. Again, Mm. might be wrong. But the one that I was VVV excited about, and this is something that whenever anyone says to me, what to like one of your dream houses to have at horror nights or like if you could pick five houses of any ips what would you have i always mention this film and that's house of a thousand corpses Mm. so this has been rumored quite a lot for the last week and it seems to Mm. be kind of gaining some traction as if it could be quite a likely thing and i just want to say that this makes me very excited did they do one of those in Hollywood? They did. Was it, was it 3D? I feel like it might have been 3D. I don't really remember. Um, yeah, I know that. that it's definitely been at Hollywood before. But I feel like this is something that would work incredibly well as a house. It's one of my all-time favorite films. I think that it would be ridiculously good. So this is one of the rumors for this year that I am super hoping yeah. for real. For real, for real? For real, for real. Another rumoured house, and this is something that's been... We know that we were supposed to have it previously, and then we didn't for one reason or another. Um, And Luke, you'll like this, because it's the thing. Oh, Oh, I would love that. I know you would. So we had the remake a few years ago. We were supposedly supposed to get the original was it last year or the year before i think it was last year maybe um it didn't happen and it's floating around again this year as a rumor oh my god i know it would be awesome imagine imagine hearing having <gasps> to score for the thing oh my god at the end you get flamethrower 
amazing. <laughs> it would be so good. So that's another one that I really hope we do see. And I feel like that's something that would really fit in with the kind of ongoing thing that we've been having recently, where we have a kind of classic type of horror house. So things like The Exorcist and The Shining and Poltergeist. Yeah. I think the thing would really fit in with that kind of thing that we've been having. Heck yeah. Yes. I vote yes. Rumors? No. no Other than the killer clowns. But yeah. yeah. I mean, another one that's floating around quite a lot, but again, this was probably for the last three or four years has been floating around is Ghostbusters. Mm. And I think, Nick, maybe we spoke about this last year or the year before. Um, I think I think we briefly touched on it. Um, I mean, it's an interesting one because because they're getting you know it's getting a third or second sequel because um, that other one was I like the I like the all female Ghostbusters I don't care I don't care what you now think of me for saying that publicly but I will I will <laughs> die on that hill I don't I think haven't seen it he's nowhere me near he's nowhere near as bad as anyone will make it out to be. Um, and just like the rant I had on Dis After Dark the other day about the Disney live-action remakes, like the first two Ghostbuster films still exist, so it's not like it's been taken away from you. You can still watch those; they still exist. There's just another Ghostbusters film as well, but because they're doing a third Ghostbusters film with the original lineup, um, I don't know if now's the the time they'd want to be doing something with that or not. Or if they mm-hmm. hold off for another year, but I do think having a comedy house is is quite good. I mean, Killer Clowns, I suppose, mm-hmm. could be seen as a comedy house if that is used this year. Um, but I do think they sh- there should be one house that is a bit more. I mean, you know, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. It wasn't like there weren't any scares in it at all, mm-hmm. but it's a it, having a house like that. I think is a gateway house. Yeah. For those people that aren't too sure about going into any houses, that's a more mild house compared to the others, not as intense. I agree. So I think there should always be one on that that airs on that side of caution a little bit. And I'd I'd be happy to see Ghostbusters, but I don't know how likely it would be. I don't know. Another one that I thought was a little bit unlikely was Gremlins. Warner Brothers, so that's that's why I just ruled it out. Mm-hmm. But then that got me thinking about Critters. Uh, well, because we have enough, the new show. Funnily enough, I'm almost—I could be wrong, but I'm sure Critters was made by New Line. And if, I don't know if that's if that's <laughs> correct. If I'm correct in my stupid film knowledge, like I can't remember the important stuff in life, but I can remember <laughs> things like that. Um, if it is New Line, New Line's owned by Warner Brothers now. So that would well, probably put paid to that. But it's not Warner Warner. No. So, and then there's the new the new Critters show, Critters a New Binge. Um which is, is that, what got me thinking about it. Is, what is that on, by the way? That's on American Shudder. It's not on UK Shudder. Hmm. I'm a massive advocate of Shudder. I think it's a fantastic platform. However, I get really irritated about licensing because I feel like if I'm paying the same amount of money for a streaming service as people in America are paying, but they're getting content that is 
far superior to the content that I can get in the UK. That's very unfair. I agree. But Use the it, money that I'm paying it to pay for the licensing. But then I suppose it's a bit like American Netflix versus UK Netflix, isn't it? Yes. Don't get me started on that. Um, I just <laughs> I'm doubled, greatly offended. I just <laughs> I just double checked, and Chris's was or is New Line. Uh, okay. It does mention in the Wikipedia thing that it's similar to Gremlins, which is also owned by Warner Brothers. But you know, they, they can't they can't do everything there. So mm-hmm. yeah. True. And I feel like the midnight snack portion of Slaughter Cinema last year yeah. was like it was very critisy. Yeah. Um I feel like a Critters House would be very much enjoyed by fans of the event. So that's wishful thinking on my part. It's one of the again, one of the houses that I would just adore to see at Halloween Horror Nights. Don't know if it'll ever happen. That's my own personal opinion. Because I feel like, what's the point of having a podcast if you can't start your own rumors? Absolutely. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Hashtag uh, Universal Game of Thrones Third Gate. Exactly. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've heard a lot about the Curse of La Jorona. Yes. Now, I mean, I've heard a lot of that in, in just people getting excited about it, but, um, you know, that's obviously coming out. I don't know who is behind that. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but what I will say is when we had the, I don't say it properly, I don't know that I don't say it properly, but it's one of my all-time favourites, so the La Llorona house that we had at Halloween Horror Nights a few years ago is one of my top houses ever, I think it was beautiful, and so if we could have another La Llorona house based off of the new film that's coming out, I'd be very happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe it doesn't necessarily need to be from the film. Because nobody owns the story, right? It's Warner Brothers. But the like just the like the story, like the legend. Oh yeah, sorry, like no, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers don't own the story, but it's it's uh, a Warner Brothers a new line. It's, apparently it's part of the Conjuring universe. Oh, really? Because I was going to say, the other one that people are obviously talking about is the fact there's a new Annabelle film. Yes. I've not seen any of those mm. films. Oh. No. Mm. This one looks oh, awesome. We saw, was it Annabelle Creation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My God, that was scary. <laughs> that was one of the scariest. Oh, yeah. yeah I absolutely. think the Conjuring franchise are some of the best horror films, modern anyway. Heck yeah. In recent times. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like even if they weren't going to tie it to the film, like we could have a like a the legend of La Llorona house. Yes. <laughs> very very. What? Good. I didn't say anything. Honda <laughs> 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 <Hunter> Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, we have Pet Cemetery coming out as well this week. Came out today. Today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Um. Another film that I will one hundo be going to see at the cinema because I'm very yeah. excited about it. Don't think that we'll see that at the event. I would love to, just don't think that we will. Yeah, reviews I still haven't seen the first one. so far. What, Luke? You'll love it. It can't be. It can't be worse than the first one, Mister D. Surely, probably not. 
I'll go and see it, I think. But I think it'll go on Saturday, but yeah. Plus, I thought, I, I saw the trailer. Did you see the trailer? Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it looked like they showed you pretty much everything in the trailer. It, it was a trailer, because I didn't know much about it. I've never I've, I've never actually seen the original. Uh, cause yeah. I remember seeing the trailer, and I was a kid and thinking it looks a bit stupid. But, um, yeah, it did. to me, it looked like it gave away an awful lot of the plot. Yeah, I think it does. I mean, one apparently so watch the... one of the main one of the main bits of the film that is definitely spot in the trailer is something that is in the book and was in the first film, and is one of the things you find out first in the film anyway. But it, even taking that out, it still seems to give away a lot of the film. Mm-hmm. Who's watching the trailer or a trailer? I mean. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've seen it. There was no one really playing that. Oh, Boniface. He's lurking in the background. <laughs> he's got special spy scape. So, have any of you guys seen Sabrina? Oh, what? The, um, the, the, the 1995 Harrison Ford's romantic comedy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, not that one. Okay. Um, yeah, what's it called? The um, the, the chilling, the chilling adventures. Yeah, um, I watched about seven episodes. Okay, so I loved the Melissa Joan Hart Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I you loved the that. Melissa Joan Hart Sabrina um, film. Um, I watched two episodes of this i think and i just really couldn't get into it i really want to like it and i think i'm gonna give it another shot what's interesting and i've not seen um oh what's it called um the archie the archie one riverdale riverdale i couldn't think of the town name yeah um i've not seen riverdale but this is obviously in some ways a spin-off because um, Sabrina, the comic book character, was originally an Archie Comics character. So she's always been involved in that world. And it's got the same production company and the same showrunners behind it as well. So it's clear there's a lot of similarities. And one of the things that I did actually like about it is the fact it it almost feels ageless in that they do a really good thing where they don't show much in the way of technology. So they're not showing people really using mobile phones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff, like some of the locations look quite old-fashioned. But at the same time, it's clearly set in more recent times. So it's got a bit of a 50s vibe to it, but it's definitely not set in the 50s. Mm-hmm. It's just very, I think it's cleverly done. And I think the acting's good and all that, but it, yeah, I just... It was just one of those things where you start watching it on Netflix and unless it really, really grabs you like a Stranger Things, you almost forget you started watching it. Yeah. Like we watched it. We watched about uh, four or five episodes almost nightly to see how, you know if we was enjoying it just while I was having dinner. And then we just never picked it back up again. Now, mm-hmm. the house, the, the haunting of Hill House, we watched that, you know, within a few days. And Stranger Things the same. So I think it just wasn't one of those properties that really grabbed me. And I really wish it had, but it just didn't wasn't doing much for me. I agree. Like 
I saw everybody raving about it and saying how amazing it was and I was like oh this like this seems like something my cup of tea I didn't like Riverdale either um I probably only watched a few episodes that and I couldn't get into it and I was really trying hard to get into it and I just couldn't but I felt like I had to struggle through and then I was like no Mm. I do want to try it again and I, I probably will um, but I've got an awful lot of things that I need to watch. I still haven't even watched Umbrella Academy, and like, I'm so excited about that. Um, so if I have time to slot it in, or if it is miraculously a house of Halloween Horror Nights, I will watch it. But I'm just not feeling it. Mm. Very undecided. But it's a Netflix thing, so mm-hmm. I can see why it might be possibly make an appearance maybe i mean from what you've seen because it if something's going to be at the event it doesn't have to be a house like could it translate into a scare zone um i i think i think it could make a good house actually because you do see um you do see like satan or you see like um like devil goats um uh, that kind of thing. It's got the right iconography. Like I, I, I'm not describing it very well, but you know where it's like half man, half ghost, or mm-hmm. like goat, not ghost. Um, <laughs> but yeah, creatures like that that you kind of associate with, like the devil and Satan and, and stuff. It's definitely got the right kind of vibe and, and look and feel. Um, I just think it's just too wrapped up in teenage soap opera to mm. make it really scary. Or no, really engrossing. Um, but, uh, you know, it's set at school, so you've got a lot of people walking around in school uniforms. A bit like a bit like Hogwarts. So <laughs> there's nothing stopping you having scare zones where, um, you know, you've got people trying to scare you dressed up in cloaks and stuff. Hmm. You know. Okay. So have you guys heard any other rumours before we wrap up? Only, no. only the rumor that a lot of us are all going to be out there on the 26th of September. <laughs> that is very, very true. So we're still working out the mm. logistics of what exactly we're going to be doing. Well, we've, we've announced a few things on mm-hmm. the... Uh, and I meant to... I had it in front of me and then my phone my phone went off. Where is it? Uh, right, so we set up a separate podcast for this one called After Dark's Halloween Adventure which is a separate podcast that we're doing about this upcoming trip. And um, it's not literally just trip planning, but um, all of us will be on it at some point. Some of us have already been on there talking about our history with the event um, and what we like, what we don't like, that kind of thing. But on uh, the most recent episode of that, we announced a few things that we're doing. So what we what we do know for definite so far, and what we've announced on there, so I can announce on here, is that uh, we'll be there that weekend. So we're going to be there on the... I think we're flying on the 26th. Is that is that a Thursday? That's the Thursday. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to be in that area and in the Universal area from the 26th to the 30th of September. Um, the 26th, um, I think there's going to be a very, very small meet-up with at least one listener who's not going to be there for the rest of the weekend. But officially... It's the 27th through to the 30th. And every night, we're going to be at Halloween Horror Nights. 
Not everybody's going to be there. Mr. D, you're only going to make it, I think, on the 27th. Yeah, probably just a Friday. Um, so that's the one night that we're one night that we're all hopefully going to be there together. Um, on the 28th, which is the Saturday, we will be having uh, some meetup in the City Walk vicinity. We are still trying to work out what venue we're going to hold it at, so we'll announce that later date. But it will be the 28th in City Walk, so it does mean that people that uh, don't have park tickets for that day um, are still able to come and have a few beers with us. Um, and we're just going to have a few hours, a few drinks with people, and then we're going to head off into the parts, getting ready for Stay and Scream. And uh, we've said that if people want to go on rides, that we can all kind of go on together and experience that. Um, and yeah, if you see us during the event and you want to do some houses with us, then you're more than welcome to join us along for the ride. Yes. For free. It's going to be a fun time. For free. Yes, <laughs> very, very important. This is all free. Uh, we're, not oh, wait a minute. Pay... we're not paying to get them in the park, are we? No, no, no. no. They have to pay you their own way. Um, right. And we are paying for our own tickets, but um, that is it. If you've got a park ticket and you want to come on some rides with us, you can do that for free. If you want uh, Boston to sign stuff, that will cost you money. <laughs> um, it will cost you one choro. Oh, there you go. In a Bud Light. I, I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's a bargain price, if you ask me. Um, yeah. But no, you know, we, we want to see as many people um, that are there that want to meet us, basically. It's that's very. It. Like, you guys are our friends. Like, you listen to two hour long podcasts when we're only supposed to do 45 minutes. Well, like, yeah. you, you <laughs> put a lot of effort into listening to only us. Only when you're hosting them. <laughs> only when I'm hosting <laughs> them. It used to be me, but now it's you. Um, but no, like. This is what I'm like in real life. So, beware <laughs> if you do want to come and hang out with us, I'll talk your ear off about random crap. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all do that, but. No, the, the thing is, like, it's very, very humbling when... Um, and we've had some really nice messages from people recently. We don't get messages very often, but um, there's been a few uh, DMs and, and emails from people that have been very complimentary. And, um, you know, when we all record podcasts, we record these things and we put them out there and we can see that people download them but we don't know if they enjoy them and i don't know what they like and don't like and, and all that kind of stuff so when people take the time to reach out and um you know are inspired or just really appreciate what we do it's it's really really nice to hear it, it doesn't go to our heads um well uh, it doesn't go to my head i can't speak for anyone else uh but just to know that we have a small impact on on someone else's life is just incredible so um really it's the least that we could do really is that anybody that wants to spend a little bit of time with us um you know we'd like to spend that with you so uh, there might yeah. there might be the only thing that we are still kind of working out is we did at the beginning talk about possibly doing an rip tour during that weekend um we're waiting really to find out when tickets go on sale to kind of get uh an idea of you know what the price is going to be and how many people want to do it and so we might try and organize that i don't know yet but once we've got something confirmed we will announce it on this show for sure <laughs> we're very excited about it and if you're in the uk please come to our hangout day in june 
Yep, June seventh in London Town. Um, if it was up to me, we would be spending all day in the Temple of Satan, just so Same. that me and, to go. me and Amanda can go <laughs> and eat lots of vegan chicken. Um, right, I call it fricking. It's, it's called it's called chicken, so it's like C H I C K apostrophe N. But yeah, no ease in this chicken. That's Wait, right. what is the temple of Satan? The, the Temple of Satan is a uh, a shop that makes all of their food using Satan, which isn't S A T A. It's the other stuff. It's like your kind of Satan, Luke. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be some kind of like cool like museum <laughs> with all these like demon books and stuff. I'm like, ooh. I mean, we can find something like that. You really want to go there? Yeah, yeah. yeah we got places like that in England. <laughs> we definitely have. What does vegan What does vegan chicken taste like? Really good, actually. Chicken. Yeah, I mean, I have to like. I, I have I'm supposed to, to say it tastes like chicken. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't what, remember what chicken tastes like, so I couldn't tell you. What doesn't taste like chicken? Let's be honest. Exactly. It's one of the things that I, it's one of the things I don't miss becoming vegetarian. Beef. Is uh, yeah, that's that's probably actually Luke. Um, but yeah, so seventh of June. Um, it, we're going to start off in uh, the the King's Cross area i think that's where we're going to kick off can we... get some harry potter picks oh i don't see why not drunk yeah i'll go there at orlando while you guys are doing oh, that. oh <laughs> show off um but yeah there will be a list of of places that we're going to be going to on the, our kind of crawl um so we'll let you know um and i think are we recording another one of these on monday we are indeed because we've had you know, apologies, listeners. We've we've had a, a little bit of uh, scheduling issues, for various reasons. I've so... already explained all this. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh well, I won't, won't pretend then. That's fine. Amanda's already covered it. Um, so yeah, so we'll be we'll be back on Monday with another one. Yes. So on that note, thank you so so much for listening. We super appreciate it. Please come and join our secret group because we have lots of fun combos in there with all you guys. I love it. Um. And please watch Luke's Bush Gardens video because it's going to be sick. Heck yeah. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disasterdark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash disasterdark as well as supporting the show there are other goodies available including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support Pumpkin, a podcast. <laughs> oh my god, those pumpkins! I freaking know. That's spam. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, what's happening? It says they're in the call. I know.
Oh, I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone of podcasts. Dude, did you see? I watched the comedian, but I couldn't see the one with uh, with uh, what's that guy's face? Uh, hello. Hello. Oh. Hello. hello. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, is Paul there or not? We don't know. No, yeah. I've like. I was. Missed, I was like, here. I'm gonna press record really quick and I'm like, wait, can you please add Paul Day in because he's not sure on my list? <laughs> and then now he's gone, so I don't know if he's pressed record or not. I so I feel know. like I should just start and see. And then if yeah. he comes back and he's like, hey, I'm not recording, you know, we'll just have to. Oh no. Line by line. So remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as he doesn't come back in about an hour's time. <sighs> Imagine. <laughs> 